welcome back to the Seen and Not Heard podcast, the podcast that is your weekly dirty little secret, which is fine by me, as long as you keep it. I'm Melrose, your host, and this is season two, episode five. I am super excited to finally release this episode because this is actually someone that I really have a lot of respect for and happens to be a fellow podcaster. I had the honor of being on her podcast, That's So Taboo, back in May of this year, and now she's finally debuting on mine. Everyone, I would like to introduce you to Suicide Girl, webcam model, podcast host, and yoga goddess, Lillian Rose. So, um, Lillian Rose, I actually started camming when I was, I think I was 19 or 18, Um, but I grew up in Oregon. And I kind of grew up in a really small little town. And so, like, it was, like, provocative clothing was even, you know, it's weird. Like, nobody would wear, like, skanky clothes Mm -hmm. um, and stuff like that. And so I, you know, everyone would, if you had sex with, like, more than five people, you were called a slut. And Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of shaming and stuff. So I always, like, kind of had it in my head that, like, dancing, like, stripping and camming was a bad thing Mm -hmm. uh and then I moved to Portland and my world opened up it's a big city there's a lot of diversity there and a lot of strippers Mm -hmm. (laughs) so I started um hanging out with people that danced and I lived in a house with like I think there were like three strippers and we had like a stripper pole in the middle of the house and stuff (laughs) and I really like I was just like wow this is cool And I started dating this guy. So we were in, like, a four-year relationship. And he always said, like, if you were to dance, like, that would end our relationship. Like, there's no way I could do that because his ex-girlfriend was actually a stripper. So, yeah, he just had a lot of insecurities and stuff like that. Um, So I lived in this – after me and him broke up, actually, I moved into that house with like three strippers and I always played on the pole and I was actually really good at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had like upper body strength already. And so, yeah, I just like learned tricks really quick and I just thought it was so beautiful. I mm-hmm. really like dancing. I think that it's an art. It's, have you seen that they're thinking about putting it? I thought I, I don't know if this is true. I should probably fact check this before I say it, but I saw that they were considering making it a sport. Like, in the Olympics, Olympics right yeah yeah how cool is that it's totally a sport I think so too and it's yeah. like a lot of uh, like you have to be pretty strong <laughs> definitely totally but yeah it was it was really fun and um I went and auditioned at one club but it was like an 18 or older club it was like right when I turned 18 and mm. um I tried it and I liked the dancing and entertaining part like I absolutely love performing Mm -hmm. and I didn't really like the lap dances as much because this is actually a super interesting club it's called the golden dragon so um there's a room where you can go in and like literally you can masturbate and the person will masturbate like on the other like side it's super weird (laughs) yeah and then there's also a bed so like a, pe- a person could reserve a bed and like you do a lap dance on the bed oh man that's like so like yeah. walking line. 
you're like dry hump you're like yeah. pretty much fucking you know with with like really little amount of clothes on yeah <laughs> so that was my first experience and I was just kind of like mm, not really this isn't my thing you know like yeah. some of my friends like um they really enjoyed it because you can make a lot of money mm-hmm. but it just wasn't worth that to me um so I started becoming a bikini barista and it's really popular in like Oregon and Washington And I really liked that. I used to like go to raves and stuff a lot. So I had a lot of really cute outfits. And my favorite thing was to like go to an event and wear like cute little skanky outfits because I never used to do that, you know, like it was always shamed. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I I started Bikini Barista and it was cool because I always wanted to work in the coffee industry. I like waking up early and getting off work around like one or 12 mm-hmm. and you have all day to do whatever but yeah a window was broken at the stand one morning at like four in the morning four thirty when I got there and I somebody like robbed us and oh, I was God. like really scared I didn't want to be there um so I left I called my manager and I was and he was like oh can you keep working and I'm like no way I'm in a bikini <laughs> in Oregon and it's December <laughs> <laughs> no so yeah then um it was actually like that week that I knew like Christmas was coming up and all this stuff and I'm like dude I have no money like I need to figure something out yeah and I had friends that had cammed before and they told me like they really enjoyed it and she actually did it with her boyfriend which um I've actually never done that but I thought it was interesting and she like gave me all this advice she told it was different though because she had a partner so yeah yeah so totally different story um and I really just dove into camming and um the first night like you said about yourself you just made a killing and you're like yeah wow (laughs) yeah that was pretty much that for me I knew I wanted to do it um and I just started to cam like I think it was like every single day and Mm. man that first month was amazing (laughs) that first year (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of life-changing when you first stumble upon it because it's like this, you know, well-cup secret. <laughs> yeah. And, like, going to school now, like, everyone's like, oh, you can't make that much money without a degree. And I'm like, actually, you can. <laughs> How does that work with, like, your – because you're in school. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you going to school for? Um, I think marketing. So I'm, I originally was going for business, but the more I'm learning mm-hmm. about marketing, it, they're, like, hand-in-hand, hand, so you're pretty much taking the same classes anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think marketing just because like in the future, if I want to start my own little like side hustle, like I could work for people that need help with Mm -hmm. their marketing and stuff. Definitely. And it's funny because, um, I went to school for business and marketing as well. And uh, it's so, it pertains so much to what we do because we're always marketing ourselves, especially on social media. Like it's the whole business basically. Oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just talking about social media. Like, I have an imposter. I have somebody that keeps making accounts on my Instagram, mm-hmm. and they literally will not stop. Like, I've gotten it taken down five times now, and now there's another one. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's, it's like you're constantly fighting this war, and it, and it affects us. Mm-hmm. It would be easy to say that I don't care. Like, I don't care. It's flattering, whatever. But Ugh. they're taking advantage of our fans and having people send them money for content that they don't yeah have. I don't know it's what they're people. doing though they're like sending people nudes and then they're saying oh I have like 
I'm going to be live on, on this webcam show tonight. I'm like, wait, who is going to be live? Like, who, yeah. or what is it? I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of like my experience was like, they'll find stolen, like ripped off Snapchat shows or they'll find like, ripped oh. off news, and then they'll like sell it to other people. I'm like, you can literally Google that yeah. and have at it. Like you don't need to pay some stranger. <laughs> like, it's content's already stolen. Yeah. Get it for free. <laughs> I think they had like over a thousand people following them and like my my DMs were just blown up too like oh my gosh is this you I got really excited because you were following me and I'm like uh I only follow people like I I know or um that like influence me and inspire me you know yeah yeah (laughs) is it like has it been hard going to school and being on camp like have those two cross paths at all Oh, yeah. Like camming right now, like I am not very consistent, but like the day or the weekend before I moved, I got on and I did really, really well. And so I kind of found out that um, if I'm if I'm not like always on, um, it's kind of better if I have like big like announcements and like, hey, I'm going to be on. I'm finally going to be on. And then it's a really, really good night. Instead, yeah. if I just try to get on every once in a while, but I'm not consistent, then it I can get a little bit disappointed. Um, so say I get on like three times a week, I feel like I do better if I like plan it and do like two, two for the weekend. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, because like right now I'm very, very, very busy and everyone understands that. Cause I'm pretty open about like, you know, okay, I'm moving. I'm like, really, mm-hmm. I'm really like really busy with school. Cause I went in full time and I also have my podcast. And so, yeah. as you know, I'm doing a weekly podcast too. So that is so, so hard. <laughs> yeah. Especially when it comes to like, like editing and yeah. And, yeah. The editing yeah. is really hard. And then I also have my website. So I'll like write a blog post for each one and, Normally, I just, like, get all that done on Thursday, and then I post it, and I have it ready um, midnight on on Friday. Mm-hmm. Like, or, yeah, midnight on Friday. And, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, been, it's been a struggle, but I definitely am excited to, like, see where the podcast goes, you know? Yeah. Has anyone, like, at your college or at school, like, do they know what you do? Are you open about it? Have they found you? Um, I like at school, I don't really talk to people that often, but I do have a girl that's in my business class and she's funny. She's like a 19 year old. Like she, I think she's an escort. I'm pretty sure she has sugar daddies. And so she definitely knows I'm going to have her on my podcast. She's fucking hilarious. But yeah. (laughs) Yeah. If I, I'm very open. So like all my friends know, but like, when I'm at school, like I know I'm, I'm so focused on just like mm-hmm. getting good grades and stuff that I try not to like make it very personal. Yeah. I don't really I need that. more people in my life. <laughs> yeah. More attention. <laughs> yeah. Um, for in terms of like, cause you mentioned your podcast and I've been on your podcast and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've listened to your podcast. I'm pretty much caught up. I think I have one episode I haven't heard. Mm-hmm. Um, but what is that like? is the podcast and your blogs, like, is that part of your exit strategy for when cam's over or do you not really have a plan? Like what is your career goal? I guess. Um, so I plan on like getting into camming a bit more, especially in the summer, but like my real goal is to just focus on my education and get gaining knowledge because it's been a really long time. I, I, 
um, as a sophomore in high school, got in a really bad car accident. And so I did not finish high school. I got my GED and I feel like I'm very behind, but mm-hmm. I'm surprised because I'm like getting really good grades. I'm pretty much, I think I have like almost all A's right now. Awesome. And I just like, I never thought it was in me. So I'm mm-hmm. really just happy I'm learning and I'm learning so much because I didn't know any of this stuff. But I really can use like the business strategy um, towards camming, as you said. And then I also am a yoga instructor. So I'm hoping to build up more of a Skype clientele for that. So helping okay. people that need um, like, you know, I have already all these people online um, and I had a website and everything going for that. And then I realized that that wasn't getting me anywhere because my fans, I feel like a lot of the people just didn't want to do yoga. They were more into like me, like me as a person you know so I I was like the podcast that'd be a great way to like you know get people to know who I am um Mm. and then no matter what you know just having that audience and building that up you can really do whatever you want so uh whatever I end up doing in the future I know that I'll have like a good um you know a a good clientele or a good group of people that will help support me no matter what yeah and that's what I love about camming in this community have you had any like really hard experiences with, in regards to like cam or being on cam or people attacking you or finding out or anything like that? Yeah, um, working with other girls was always uh, it was always like weird um, because you don't know them and a lot of the time it's you don't know if like they're wanting to be your friend or if they're kind of you know uh, just in it for the money and that kind of stuff. But I never really had, um, like I have like regulars, you know, but I never had people that were really like, Oh, I'm just, I have a couple people that will only go to my room, but they're actually like really close friends with me. Like I talk to them all the time, but Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, go, go do whatever you want. And I think some girls, like when I've worked with them have had that, you know that had that like regular support and got a little controlling over them like visiting my room after we worked together yeah have you filmed content with other girls or just like live cam shows yeah I have I have a lot of content with other girls um I'm in a relationship now and so me and him have actually made a few videos we don't mm-hmm. make them that often but uh I think we have like three videos together, but with other girls, I just feel like um, I'm in a pretty monogamous relationship. So I haven't uh, really done that. I feel like we've, we've talked about it and he was like, um, like I'm, I would not like be too opposed that I would kind of feel like left out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. When um, in terms of like working with your boyfriend, mm-hmm. have you considered doing like live cam shows like with a partner or is that something you're not interested in? I really never considered it. Uh, I think he's maybe talked about it, but I just feel like I feel like it would be kind of fun, but it could also be like um, we have to know our limits, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which we would oh. we would have to talk about first because I mean, people ask some crazy things. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine. I've never actually taken the time. This is probably something I should do, but I've never taken the time to like watch a um, girl guy cam show. I did have one girl that I interviewed when I first like did my radio show, like years and years and years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Emma Lovett. She's really she's really well known, but um, her and her I think her husband uh-huh. would do live cam shows all the time. They did really well. I, nice. I 
Green Mater, I don't know, one of the ones that do gold shows, but they said how like great it was for their marriage. They would bring other girls in the That's mix. cool. Like, that's awesome that you guys have that, but I don't know if that's the exception or if that's the standard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I mean, you know, once you like are really serious with somebody, I feel like I, well, they're married, but you know, it's kind of the same thing as like being a swinger, I guess, like it, except for you have money involved, but yeah. whenever money is involved, I feel like it can be kind of like, uh, like a line. I don't know if I want to like cross that because yeah. Who knows about the girl like and we've talked about having threesomes and stuff and I don't want like to get jealous or Mm -hmm. I feel like I kind of would would get jealous (laughs) that's the thing it's like it's more of like I don't know myself enough to you know go there with I just haven't thought about it or I don't know exactly so much but I mean I think it would be I think it would be really fun um Mm -hmm. but I just I have no idea how I would like feel about it (laughs) Yeah, especially with, like you said, with money involved, I think that changes the dynamic a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how that would, how that would work. Yeah, like, because people would be asking them to do stuff. And it's like, I feel like um, the thing about a threesome, like, I've done them before, and I have gotten pretty jealous. And then another time, I didn't get jealous. But it, if I feel like they have a connection at all, then it's just, ooh, that's kind of a, a weird thing. But, you know, like with camming, they'll be, like, directing you kind of. Like, yeah. oh, you do this to her and you just, yeah. like, sit there. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. And especially because, like, when you're – if it's your person, like, or your relationship, that yeah. you have a different level of intimacy that you're not going to accomplish with this third person. Like, exactly. it's just not realistic. Yeah. I don't know. That, that sounds like a can of worms to me. <laughs> it does. Um, so in terms of, like – so you're going to school – and now are you living in a bigger city now or I live in San Diego it's I actually live in like a little beach town I'm not much of like I don't like like downtown areas I Mm -hmm. moved here because I fell in love with the weather and Mm -hmm. I absolutely love the ocean I started to surf um that's how me and my boyfriend connected is he's a surfer he's like pretty good he's from Orange County so when I came down here um yeah I met him and we just started surfing a lot and I'm just like a very chill person like I don't Mm -hmm. like to like right now with all the stuff that's going on I feel like I'm being pulled in a million directions yeah and I know you're like you're you're like that too but you're like more of a go-getter I'm like so much more like you know like hippie (laughs) (laughs) like I'm like I need a moment to just like relax (laughs) (laughs) but yeah um I just moved into this new place and it's, it's um, like the more hippie side of town. The one I was living at the other beach town is way more like college students and like kind of bros and partying and stuff like that. So this- I was going to say that because I relate to you in the fact that you grew up in a smaller town and mm-hmm. now I live in a small town. And I was coming from Chicago, which is a huge city. Yeah. Um, and it's very different that, that exchange because in a big city, you're just a nobody. Like, you're kind of invisible. Exactly. And a lot of perks to it when we're in this line of work. Uh-huh. Um, versus when you're in a small town, like, you know, I don't really own a shirt that didn't show cleavage just because that's <laughs> what I wore. And then yeah. when I to this town, it's like, well, now I have to go grocery shopping. Like, I need to cover <laughs> myself up. I feel so out of place. I totally get that. Um, I'm So I'm a suicide girl also, and that's how I've gotten a lot of exposure And when I first moved to this town, I actually lived in the hippie part where I live now before I went traveling. And Mm 
I would, I went, I went to this bar and my mom and her boyfriend were there and my brother and somebody came up to me and they were like, oh my God, Lillian Rose. (laughs) He's like, you're a suicide girl, aren't you? And my mom knows everything, you know? Mm-hmm. But it was just so funny because I was like, yeah, this is my mom. And he's like, I'm so sorry. He's like, I'm so sorry. I'll leave you alone. I'm like, no worries. <laughs> but funny. like people know have known me um, around. So like multiple people have been like, like on my Instagram, like, I think I saw you at the at coin off yesterday. I'm like, <laughs> yep, that was me. <laughs> does that freak you out at all? Or does it just you find it endearing? It doesn't break me out because I feel like um, I kind of keep my cam like off of my Instagram. So my Instagram is more like based towards modeling and building my Patreon, which uh-huh. my Patreon is absolutely huge. That's what helps me the most every single month. It's a solid, you know, solid payment. I'm getting like, mm-hmm. I already know I'm going to get it. And I love that. So I want to build that up more. Um, what's, what's on your Patreon, if you don't mind me asking? Like, what kind of content do you put out? I put, like, nude stuff. You can't do anything that's, like, porn-related, which is cool because I have that whole aspect. And then a lot of people don't even know about my camming. Um, that's mm-hmm. all Twitter. So, like, Twitter knows everything. Um, and then, um, yeah, my Instagram, you know, it's more rated PG-13. Yeah. Uh, so, like, I keep my Patreon for that and also my Facebook and just because I have, like, family and um, friends, and I don't want them to, like, uh, at first when I started, I, like, posted everything on there, where you could find my cam shows, where you could find my videos, all of that. And mm-hmm. then I just decided, hey, you know, like, I don't really necessarily want my friends to find that. I don't want to tell them where it is. If they want to find it, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> totally. So it's, you're doing, like, photo sets and stuff like that, right? Is that what you mean? Yeah, so I I do Suicide Girls, um, and I shoot for them, and then I do a lot of, you know, I mainly shoot for Patreon, so we'll do a lot of nude stuff, like out in nature and stuff, or studio work, um, because where else am I going to post those, you know? (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I'll post like that on Twitter, and I get my Twitter following to follow me on Patreon, uh, my Facebook following, and my Instagram. And then my camming, I feel like that's a place where, like, um, I just I have this community already and I want to connect with them and I want to I want to like keep them involved in what I do mm-hmm. so I get on there and I get it like normally we just have a lot of fun and because I'm not on so often it makes it a little bit more special yeah um, I feel like so because I used to be really pretty consistent but then I would you know I would take a month off and go travel or I would take three months off and go backpacking you know Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm finally grounded right now with school and, um, all of that, but yeah, the first two years of camming, I was pretty into it and I was doing it often and some, it just kind of gets like upsetting if like, you know, like you're doing really well and then all of a sudden some of your highest members are gone. Yeah. I had a really, actually that's a, another story. I had a guy who was super, like, amazing. Like, I think it was a year or two he was on every single time I was on. And oh, wow. he, he was called the king, like, you know. <laughs> he, he, he was King Dave. And um, I had, like, a raffle where I had my friend. I said, one of you guys can come meet me. And I, so I did a live meet. But I had my roommate there with me. And he was mm-hmm. a, a guy. And he was, like, my bodyguard. <laughs> I mm-hmm. told them, like, I'm going to have a bodyguard. We'll go have fun. We can, you know, go eat. And, and we'll hang out all day. Yeah. And so I did that. And 
I didn't realize how much he was in love with me. And so after he met me, he realized like that it wasn't like romantic, you know, it was a friendship and, um, oh man. And then I found out that he was living, like he was living in his parents' house still down in the basement and his parents like found out they checked his bank statements and he's older, you know, like almost 30 and Mm. they were really worried about him and had an intervention with him. And so, yeah, like they all sat him down and they were like, we know that you're like on these sites and we're really worried about you. You're spending all of your money. And I didn't even know that. Like, wow. So it, it it's sad because like, you know, all of his hard earned money, like he really helped me. Like he really helped me. Yeah. <laughs> like he was spending a lot on me and I had no idea. I thought he just had some money. Yeah. But it was like paycheck to paycheck for him, which was, it was sad, you know, it's sad yeah. to find that out. <laughs> I feel like I, I struggle with that sometimes because I'm, I think of a lot, like my bigger tippers are good friends of mine and I've, I've, you know, met them and had like friendship relationships for that with mm-hmm. them for years. So I know that they're tipping from a place that they can afford to and not a place where they're putting themselves in danger. Yeah. Um, and if they were, then I wouldn't feel okay about it, you know? Yeah, exactly. But then there's these other people that, you know, will wander in and out of chat rooms and, there's this has not happened in a long time so it's going to sound crazy but when I first was camming back in 2012 Mm -hmm. I had some guy come in and tip literally a thousand dollars in a night who didn't speak any English and just tipped me in like in random tips like a 4k tip a 5k tip yeah all in one night and then I never saw him again so Mm -hmm. it's like okay, are, are you laundering money or are you just like on something like intoxicated and making a big yes. right now? Like stuff like that. It makes me question. Cause like, I have no relationship with you. You've met me one time for the, you know, the, the four hours I was online. I'm nothing to you. So that one that concerned me and didn't sit well with me. Oh, I agree. My biggest tip was the same exact way. One guy came on and he tipped me 23,000 highest tip. Like I've gotten one mm-hmm. in a single tip and and then he disappeared. And then I'd see him on and I'd talk to him. But I think he was probably really, really drunk or something. Oh. Yeah. Uh, that's, so I was just like, oh, my gosh. Dude, do, you, do you even remember that when you wake up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It can be so dangerous. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and then there's people that come online that are looking for that kind of yeah. like, fantasy where they're like, I'll tip you to make me drink. It's like, well, okay, is this a role play? Like, <laughs> what are what are we really doing here? Because I don't want to, you know, be arrested or tracked down later. Exactly. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> that's, yeah, I, I have one of those right now. It's, it's hard to navigate stuff like that. Do you feel like when you're on cam, like, it's a, is it a persona or do you feel very much yourself and very, like, open with your members? Or do you have this character? That's super interesting because I used to, when I first started, I put on a, I was an alter ego Mm -hmm. and, and then I started to play that role like an actress Mm -hmm. um, would, I started to play that role outside of camming and I was like, oh, wait a minute. I don't even know who I am right now. Like, and I actually had that realization. I ended up going to Costa Rica because I was just like, all about camming. I didn't do anything. Like I had no friends when I first moved here and I was so addicted and I made so much money and I fucked myself over on taxes. Like Mm -hmm. you said you did really bad. I still owe like at least $5,000. Yeah. (laughs) 
it sucks. <laughs> yep. Yes, it does. <laughs> but I was after that, I was so lost. Um, and I went to Costa Rica. And that's where I spent it all because I moved there for a while. And um, it, it adds up when you're there because like, it's cheap to rent a place, but like food and everything. And I was just living large, you know, like mm-hmm. I was like, you know, they say that it's like this adaptation, adaptation syndrome or whatever, where you just kind of adapt to the amount of money you're making and then yeah. you're like oh I can buy everything I want <laughs> yeah that's so true I did that and then I started like I looked at my bank account and I was like oh my god I need to get back because I wasn't working I thought I was going to work there but like the environment like didn't allow that pretty much because the internet it took over a month for the internet to get set up but how slow the time is there like they move yeah. very slow yeah but I really found myself again there and I found like my connection with yoga and just like, I guess like um, just knowing what I really, really wanted. And that was to be my true authentic self. Mm-hmm. So when I did cam, like I always used to wear makeup and stuff. And then I just kind of like wanted to be myself more. So I would log on and I didn't put on makeup and like I left my hair like because I have like natural wavy hair. And so I just, like, went with that, and people, like, actually, they were, like, wow. Like, I, I told them, I, I sat down, and I told my fans, I was, like, you guys, I am, like, sick of putting on this persona, and I've yeah. been kind of lying to you guys for the past couple years, like, about things, and I just want to be completely honest with you, and they were, like, super stoked on that, really, like, supportive, and I just, I told them, I'm, like, I'm going to be myself, and you know um I'm just, so I just like started being myself completely and now when I wear makeup they're like wait who are you I'm like come on I want to be pretty <laughs> do you feel like you do better like you are doing better financially from cam now as your authentic self or before with your persona um it's just so different because with the persona like I was constantly on and I was just working so much now it's more like it's it's my actual lifestyle like instead of yeah. me just being focused on on camming I I'm juggling a lot because I also have you know my patreon so I have to go do photo shoots I have my podcast and so everybody is you know like they're aware and when they do get to see me on cam I feel like I do pretty well most of the time when I get my big group on yeah. but if I'm on because now um I, I work in the morning sometimes because I have you know like on the weekdays, I have time in the mornings, um, like afternoon, and I don't really work at nights, because now I have a roommate and stuff. And at nights, my roommate's home. And but on the weekends, if I work a night, um, like normally, I'll get on around like four my time. Mm -hmm. And then I'll work until like eight or nine. And I I actually do really well doing that. But in the mornings, it's normally like private shows because I don't know anybody. So it's people coming in and finding me. And they're like, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. Who's this girl? Yeah. That's funny. So you had mentioned earlier that your family knows what you're doing. Um, How did that come to be? Like, were you really open with them? Did you bring it to them? Like, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. How did that pan out? Um, So after I went upstairs I like I lived in my dad's house I had this upstairs like it was pretty much like um an attic so it was huge and it was really nice I had my own bathroom so it was like my own little suite okay. and yeah I was in Portland and like had the view of the city and everything so it was perfect for working and it was a three-story house so my dad was pretty much downstairs in the kitchen and I just made like I think it was 600 bucks and then I went down there 
And I was like, oh my gosh, dad, I just made $600. And he's like, wait, what? How? <laughs> and I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm not telling you, but I made $600. <laughs> like being super <laughs> silly. And he was like, were you doing that pub gaming thing? And I was like, actually, yeah. Oh, wow. And he was like, okay, um, just tell me what site you're on so I never do that. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, how about you just never go on those anymore? <laughs> yeah, just avoid them at all costs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, like, because everybody goes on to Pornhub. I'm, you know how you can, like, click on, like, the live cam thing there? Yeah. That's how most people know about it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. so I did that. And then, um, like, my grandma, I told her I do online, like, chatting, like, live video chat. But she doesn't know the logistics. Yeah. Um, and my mom, she... I think she was funny. She was like, maybe I should try that. Yeah. That's like uh-huh. almost always the reaction I get from like older women. They're like, man, I should do that. <laughs> I know. I'm like, honestly, I've seen like 80 year olds. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of older women that are doing it. There's one woman um, on the site we came on. I don't mm-hmm. know if she's still there, but she, her husband had passed away and she like was talking like, oh, we used to have the most amazing sex life. Yes. And, like, I just didn't know what to do. So I, I got into this and I really like it. I'm, like, that's so cool. Like, good for you. And she has a strong fan base. Like, yeah. how far do you? <laughs> yeah. You know, you can be like any shape, size, age. It's, it's not a discriminating site, you know, like everybody no. is accepted. Um, it's just about how you do things, yeah. I guess, and how consistent you are for sure. Yeah, consistency, I feel like, is, like, 80% of the battle. But there's, like, I when I explain camp to people, like, oh, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not skinny enough for that. I'm not pretty enough for that. I'm like, there is no, like, one-size-fits-all for what people like. Like, you can't write yourself off like that. Like, a lot of the top 20 girls on the website are not, like, my typical no. kind of magazine kind of girls, you know? It blows my mind. Sometimes I'm like, oh, my goodness, like this person is getting so many people in their room. Like, mm-hmm. how, what are they doing? Yeah, I know. And then there's, back when I started, well, probably when you started too, because you started in 2012, right? Yeah. Yeah, so back when we started, there was top models that were completely non-nude. Oh, yeah, like uh, Kick-Ass or whatever. She's Yeah, and Pos- I... uh, Posey, that was another one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's insane. I was trying that for a while. Yeah, it didn't work for me. I it didn't. Personality. <laughs> there was one girl on there. I can't remember her name. Um, I don't know. There was does like it start some with an M, like an MJ. I think her. She still does not need. She... I did. See, I have seen her. I think I follow her. Uh, no, it was like something wild, and she was. Um, I liked her style because she was very organic, but she would never do nude, and she. But her teases like where she would just barely, like, show you maybe, like, her nipple. But the way she danced was so sexy, and her lighting was perfect. Oh. So I've definitely, like, I, I loved that. She was, like, one of my inspirations. I can't even remember who she was, but she doesn't she doesn't cam anymore. Mm. Yeah. No, I sometimes I see girls, and then there's some really creative girls who, like, um, Olivia was it Olivia something she would do is that what you're talking about maybe that's what you're talking about uh, I think Olivia. so she actually did, like, really it creative shows and it was like a full-on show like where she oh Olivia yes I yeah. used to watch her she was like a mute wasn't she yeah she would never yeah. talk yeah which was really odd because she could talk because she had a radio show uh-huh and I remember her broadcasting her radio show sometimes like yeah she that was her cool studio. it was really cool 
And I, I was mean, like, the oh, amount of people in her room, like, that were active. Yeah. yeah. It was like a party. I was like, what the hell is she doing? This is Literally, crazy. Literally, like, you couldn't keep up with chat because it was moving so quickly. It was yeah. Like vanity. Oh, my God. I know. Um, but she I would like remember that. She would, like, camp for one month or something and then be number one, uh-huh. making thousands of dollars, and then not cam on for a month and, like, switch it. And then a couple months later, go Yeah. Again. But That's she's always insane. been number one. I don't know. How, how does that work? Like, I have to be so consistent just to pay my bills. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's, I think it's just, off. like, she thinks really, um, like, she thinks a lot about what she's doing. Did mm-hmm. she even do any, like, any shows or anything? Not that I know of. Like, I remember her, like, her shows were always teasing shows. And they were uh-huh. very, like, very funny. Yeah. They were or, funny. Or funny. Yeah. <laughs> one time she dressed up as like a homeless person and was like begging for tips. I'm like, that's hilarious. Like, uh, that's yeah. essentially what I, doing. <laughs> I totally saw that too. That's so funny. <laughs> I was like, that's genius. I don't know. It's like one of those people you look at who stands out so much in the industry because she's not the no- like the social norm. Yeah. But also has enough personality to be like, I wish I could hang out with you because you seem like a blast. Oh my God. I know. Yeah. That's hilarious. I forgot all about her. Do you like, <laughs> I know me too. I can't believe I just thought of that. Um, do you like do or like um, do anything on cam or like play any games on cam or like what do you do to keep it interesting? Because like for me personally, I feel like I'm so boring half the time. <laughs> Yeah, chatting. And it's good out. when there's like a good group on there. So I actually started with MFC Share. I did like the poll thing. I think I've watched somebody do this. So I I did it also, but I made a tip menu oh, using yeah, the poll. So mm-hmm. I did that, and then I just copy the link and I kind of put it in my topic, and I'm like tip menu. So people it that keeps showing up, and people can click on there, and then they can tip for whatever really. Awesome. And it's cool because it keeps track of what people are tipping for. And so mm-hmm. I can play games like it'll tell me how many times they tip. So I'll, I'll be like, OK, um, you know, like do I'll do raffles sometimes. Um, but you have to stay consistent. So if I do a raffle, it's going to be like probably for that day, you know, like, gotcha. OK. And then um, I really like the wheel. So I have a wheel that I use on my phone mm-hmm. and I just spin that. And yeah, normally that's that's about it but I like to have people tipping for certain things yeah and I have the lush but that like it's so overdone I don't know it if really is into it anymore plus I don't like just like keeping that inside the whole time I'm like yeah mm, this is kind of awkward yeah I just have like a pink tail hanging out <laughs> <laughs> people who don't understand camera have no idea what we're talking about but basically a lush is like a sex toy that vibrates when someone tips and yeah, that was like really popular for a long time. I know a lot of girls did well with it. I don't know, just never my thing. It's crazy yeah. that you can just like tip somebody and it vibrates though. That's so weird. I know, that the technology is impressive. Yeah, if you sit like crisscrossed um, though, like it doesn't work. So I just found a lot of like troubles, like trouble problems with it. Like when I go yeah. into the bath or, or if I walk away too far yeah. it just doesn't work so yeah I'm kind of over it <laughs> yeah I don't know but I'm sure they'll come out with another crazy thing mm-hmm. out of time. exactly um is there anything that you're not currently doing uh as it relates to like work um or life that you really want to start doing like obviously you have the podcast you have your patreon is there anything in the future like you're going to expand on in those areas or like you know anything business-wise that's kind of back of mind that you'd like to get into um 
Like, right now, I just feel like I'm so busy with everything. So I'm just, like, trying to, like, accomplish a few things now. Mm-hmm. But, like, in the future, I really do like teaching yoga. Um, I also do, like, women's circles and stuff. So I really like bringing people together. I have a lot of people saying that I actually need to switch my major to, like, being a therapist. I could see that. My boyfriend's um, mom and her friends just came over and visited and – I like we were drinking or whatever and we ended up I ended up like talking to this woman for a long time about her relationship with her daughter and she was just like oh my god you are so smart like you need to be a therapist switch your major <laughs> uh, so like I really like helping people but I also do like women's circles every once in a while mm-hmm. um, so it's pretty much where women come together and we like most of us don't really know each other and we like pick tarot cards and it's just a super safe space where mm-hmm. they can, like, talk about things that are going on there in their lives. Because nice. back in the day, we used to have, like, tribes and stuff. And we, we're, we're supposed to be in groups, you know. But yeah. we're, like, an individualist country. Yeah. So, like, we do things better on our own. But when we come together in groups, it's, it's just, like, super good to talk about. You know, we have all this shit inside of us that we never talk about. Mm-hmm. So that's the cool thing about, like camming also is I always like you know tell people that's the thing I don't really hide like when I'm going through shit I'll tell them and they can actually really help me um most of the time with those with those issues that I'm dealing with as well as me helping them yeah I would say therapy is like it goes both ways on cam a lot of the time like if I'm having a bad day and I'm venting about something it's very frequent that I'll get like links to a resource or advice or yeah. you know, help that I wouldn't have gotten otherwise. Oh my gosh. And sometimes like you just need a smile. So yeah. I'll get on and I'll be like, I'm kind of like not feeling like very happy right now. And then one, one good tip. And I'm like, Ooh, hey, I'm yeah. feeling great. Back in the game. It's cause um, like stress. I feel like most of the stress is from financial reasons. <laughs> yeah. A lot of it is, which is sad because we shouldn't be ruled by that, but mm-hmm. it does take such a toll, especially in our country where a lot of the emphasis in our um, society is on financial gains and progress and achievement, oh, yeah. capitalism and all this, which I don't hate. I mean, I'm riding that wave too. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. the pressure is insane. Yeah, it is. And like the price for living, at least where I live at, is crazy. So. Yeah. <laughs> you're close I'm like five blocks from the beach so <laughs> oh yeah you're paying for it then <laughs> I really am but I wouldn't have it any other way like right now it's it's just it's so nice <laughs> yeah um I was gonna ask well you had mentioned that your your boyfriend's parents or family was in town do does your boyfriend's family know what you do or um yeah he so I told I guess he told them a long time ago um but they like, when we talk, we I talk about, like, oh, I'm a yoga instructor. And, like, the rest of his family, I do not want them to know. They're actually very, very uh, not, like, religious, but they're super close. So, like, for Christmas, we all meet. And they have, like, place, like, name places on the table. And that's not what I'm used to. <laughs> oh, wow. So, it's very different. So, like, you know, he has uh, – his grandparents are pretty rich. And his mom – she they're like super cool because she used to go to the Grateful Dead and so Mm -hmm. she she does like acid and stuff she used to do it at least I don't know if she does anymore and her dad uh his dad we go out on the sailboat and we go we go drinking and camping and do all kinds of fun stuff together so they all know I model but 
they definitely like see more. I tell them more about like this. I don't like ever talk to them about that. I don't know if they talk to him about it because mm-hmm. I didn't even know <laughs> that they knew. Gotcha. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he told okay. me, yeah, I told them like, how else are, what else are they going to do? Like if they find out, how are you making your money? You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, um, I was going to ask too, because when you brought up uh, Patreon, Mm-hmm. you're post you're doing shoots and posting nudes there have you been following some of the news with their um policy on adult work or no yeah so they actually I posted a few really like you know like uh close-ups and stuff like that mm-hmm. and I did like one with nipple clamps on my boobs and <laughs> they were they like wrote me and they're like hey you know they took my countdown once and I they just told me what I needed to take down because I had no idea um, so I took it all down and then I did one where I had nipple clamps and they wrote me and they were like, can't have any porn thing. They didn't take my account down that time. And I was like, oh, I thought it was like decorations for your boobs. <laughs> so I like wrote them like a really like funny comment back and they were like, oh no, it's okay. I just got to take it down. I'm like, okay, <laughs> it is. Yeah. See, I, I worry about Patreon because I, I see a lot of girls that have gotten their accounts removed, but then I see other girls are still completely posting like nude stuff to it. I'm like, well, I don't want to build this, you know, huge Patreon platform just to have it disappear overnight. Like I, I really like it. I think it's like, it's the number one thing right now that I want to build up because it's, it's consistent money. Um, if I don't have time to cam like that, you know, like, and I love doing photo shoots and I love getting creative. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of fun. You know, I have all these photographers I work with and then, I want to do more like photos with girls like because mm-hmm. uh, I did I did a shoot with another suicide girl the other day she was on my podcast Brea yeah and uh, we did a shoot together and it was just like so beautiful and we didn't really do any nude stuff uh, but as long as you're not like touching like each other inappropriately like I think that that would like man girl on girl like pictures so much money there yeah yeah. people want like and even if you have like a little bit of clothing on I feel like people love the tees so they're just they're like like you know like like maybe being naked and then having something like uh, a prop or something covering Mm -hmm. your like your vagina or something you know like those are the photos I feel like people like the most but it's patreon I would definitely do it you just um uh, a good way also is if you email people so like I'll do monthly videos where I send a video to people that are ten dollars ten dollars up mm-hmm. every month and I just email them and I send them the link to my Dropbox video and I've never gotten in trouble I don't think they they don't care about um, like messaging so if you actually message them on Patreon they don't care oh okay and there's ways you can do it um yeah Patreon's amazing you just have to know how to do it like <laughs> without getting in trouble <laughs> yeah see when I launched my Patreon and that's I think because I have one as well and I do post like my vlogs there my podcasts the photo sets everything every week mm-hmm. but it's also a matter of me like I want to be consistent with that as well because I know people are you know logging in every week looking for content and it's just so much work it's so much time I don't have so yeah I, it can and, be but yeah. the people that really like to follow you anyways and support you will be there and then you can build it up. And if people don't like things, you can always see it's very good at keeping track of like who leaves and they'll explain yeah. why. So you can look that up too. Yeah. No, it's, it's been good for the most part. It's just been a matter of trying to like find that balance. Like what can I 
offer with the time available to me on a consistent basis. Oh, yeah. You have a lot going on also. So, yeah, I don't know what I'm doing. these days. (laughs) (laughs) A little chaotic. Um, Okay. Uh, I wanted to get your um, perspective on if there's new cam girls or girls thinking about camming listening because I try to do like, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Joe Rogan podcast. He has Mm -hmm. people on all the time, but then he always has like his MMA podcast. Yeah. So I feel like my show is kind of the same in that it's like, it's my life story and it's my podcast, but then it has this piece where it's like, cam girls come on. Yep. So if you could address like girls who are thinking about getting into the industry or thinking about doing just cam, like what advice would you give them and like what to be aware of? Definitely do your research. Um, like there's so much out there that you can find and watching other girls, uh, Really, I like watching other girls. That's what really helped me. And then Mm -hmm. when you do it, make sure that that whole month that you are not doing anything else. So, like, I don't know, maybe have a part-time job or something if you need that. But dedicate that whole first month, especially, because you've got the new member, like, badge or whatever. Yes. And that's when you're going to, like, make the most. Yeah. And make sure you have, like, lots of fun outfits and just get creative, like watch other girls for a month at least before so that you can figure out like fun games to play and figure out the token system and stuff that way you know how much you're making. Uh, and you're not like low ball- lowballing yourself, but also since you're a new model, like some girls, they can have people tip so much like for them to get topless. Like it's crazy, yeah. Yeah. but like that's unrealistic. <laughs> yeah. It's the exception. It's not the rule. They've been there forever, so yeah. I'm sure. Or they just have, like, that uh, that fan base. And then, yeah, another thing would be – so, obviously, we keep saying it over and over over because it's important, consistency, just mm-hmm. sticking with it even when, even when, like, things are slow. And at first, try to find those people that – fans that are going to help you. I found one guy that really helped me. He got into my DMs and told me like, hey, you know, a lot of these people are really just trying to scam you because they're a new model and they know you don't know what's up. Yeah. So finding somebody that can really help you and that is on there consistently also, I feel like that really helped me (laughs) because I had no idea. (laughs) I didn't even, like when I logged on for the first time, I didn't know how to work the website. I didn't know how to get my camera to go on. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to private message anyone anything and then I was been like seven days in of camming I finally got it figured out and right me like hey you're number 29 I was like oh no what did I do wrong I know people kept thing. telling me that too they were like because I think I got like I was doing really really good and then I went to South Dakota and worked at my friend's house while he was at work all day so I was I just had a house all to myself and no distractions mm-hmm. and I think that that's really important it's also important to make sure that like where you live, like your roommates work a lot. Um, yeah. Cause it can be super awkward if people hear you talking or masturbating. <laughs> <laughs> True. And, and just kind of knowing wh- what kind of shows you want to do and stuff and what your limits are. Cause people are going to push you mm-hmm. really, really far. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I couldn't agree more. No, <laughs> that the patience thing and knowing your boundaries and then just understanding that, unlike your previous like work experience working for someone else that you're no longer an employee you're in charge you're the boss you can do mm-hmm. what you feel like and 
everything begins and ends with you, you know? Yeah, it's, like it's, it's your room. Yes, your room, your rules, and that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. No, I mean, it's been so great to talk to you. Again, I can't believe this is, I got to do it twice. This is awesome. I know. <laughs> I hope that everything goes well with you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, before I forget, is there anything you want to promote? Any social media, your podcast, Patreon, anything like that? Yeah, so my um, I have two Patreons. My podcast Patreon is just – I don't post too much content on there. It's just like to kind of support the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's patreon.com slash that's so taboo. And my podcast is that's so taboo. And you can go to www.thatssotaboo. Um, that's my website. And you can see on like my blog posts and stuff on there and see who was on. Um, and my other Patreon is patreon.com slash Lillian Rose. And then um, Twitter is... Yo, yoga moon goddess <laughs> and then my instagram is yo moon goddess because <laughs> i'm yeah i'm a yoga <laughs> i'm a yoga instructor also so if you ever want an online skype yoga class <laughs> totally well, i think you. that's it <laughs> thank you so much for coming on i really appreciate your time Lillian, and i'm sure this will not be the last time we talk i hope not thank you <laughs> It was really great getting to chat with Lillian, and I can't help but relate to her in so many ways. We have a lot of experiences in common, despite coming from totally different circumstances. I can't help but admire her and the way she's built her business while staying grounded and really aware of who she is and where she came from. I hope that I emulate those qualities in my life and in my work as effectively as Lillian is able to. In this industry, you constantly have to better yourself, step up your content, reinvent ways to be creative, and evolve. We work in the business of monetizing attention, and Lillian Rose is certainly someone who's hard to keep your eyes off of. I'm Mel Rose, and this has been Season 2, Episode 5 of the Seen and Not Heard Podcast. Huge thank you this week to Lillian Rose. One for having me on her podcast, That's So Taboo, and secondly, for so graciously taking the time to be on mine. I've linked her show in the description of this episode, as well as a direct link to the episode of the podcast that I am on of hers. All of her social media is there as well, so be sure to check out Lillian Rose's content and follow her on social. Want to be an individual sponsor of the podcast? All you have to do is go to anchor.fm forward slash Melrose and click support the podcast to donate whatever amount per month to help fund more episodes like today's. Next week on the Seen and Not Heard podcast. I actually have no idea what next week's episode is going to be since I am out of town and I haven't recorded it yet. So guess what? Stay tuned and be surprised because I know I will. (laughs) See you guys next week.